episode okay. one of our podcast. So this is going to be Talks, Talks with, with the, the twins. twins. Obviously, we're twins. Um, my name is Alyssa. And I'm Allison. And yeah, we are, I don't know, Lingad twins. Well, my last name is just Lingad. But yeah, alright, so yeah. first episode. Um, so yeah, we're just gonna use this podcast to kind of talk about recent events. Ourselves. Ourselves, what it's like to be a twin. You know, give All some stuff. fun stories, fun childhood stories and whatnot. So yeah, just a little bit of background about us. We're 19 years old. We're fraternal twins. There, that's a very important clarification. Yeah, we are one minute apart. By C section. By C section, yeah. A lot of twins we know are like twenty, thirty, forty, 40 minutes, minutes apart. apart. But yeah, we are just one minute apart. I'm older, Alyssa. I'm the older one. Just to put that out yeah. there. Um, and of course. That is always used to my advantage. Every second counts. Not really. But I mean... Yeah. So, growing up, for a really long time, we were the only twins we knew in real life. In the day-to-day life, we were the only twins that... Yeah. We knew personally. Yeah. Like, in we didn't have any other classmates that were twins... We didn't have any other friends that were twins. But, yeah, we were known as the twins. Yeah. Yeah, like our family, our friends would be like, oh, it's the twins. Like on Christmas presents you put from the twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of just Alisa and Alisa. Mm-hmm. And the thing about that, though, although twins, they get grouped together, we're two different people, but at the same time, for us at least, I think we respond to each other's names i mean i feel like it's for yourself all the twins yeah yeah i mean f- i mean I at the same time our names are this almost the same true true that is a big factor but i think obviously nobody wants to be mistaken as somebody else but i genuinely i turn my head when i hear the word allison okay i realized that I tried to in middle school. I have to wait a couple seconds and then look before people realize that I'm not Alyssa. Yeah. Because it's kind of a natural reflex now. I think when you he- when I hear someone call me Allison but you're not next to me, I'm like, oh, they must have got me confused. And yeah. they're, like, trying to get my attention. But, yeah. I think growing up, one of the things that since we were the only twins for me growing up, it was normal to be a twin. There was no other, like, comparison of twins that we knew. Exactly. So, I think there we didn't know that it was weird. Or not even weird. It was just abnormal. Different. Just different to be a twin. Like, just the concept... The fact that twins are... It's not usual. It's not common, yeah. But yeah, I think we, that being said, we look to the media a lot to relate to some twins. Like, I know for me, Zach and Cody was a really big the one. The very first one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach and Cody, because they were twins. 
Yeah, they were the first kind of other pair of twins that we knew of, and obviously, like, not all twins are modeled after their personalities, but I'd say it was easy because we both related to one or the yeah. other. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, like, because it's hard for us to find twins that are split like us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, because there's definitely those twins that are exactly the same and they do the same activities and they do the the same same friends have the same friends yeah yeah i think yeah i feel like most twins are either look exactly the same and have the same kind of mindset and goals or they're completely different opposite Opposite. Yeah. yeah yeah all i think on the spectrum of twins we I don't know because I wouldn't say we're well, definitely no, not. It's not. It depends on the situation. Yeah. Like sometimes we'll be the same, like do the same thing as in like accidentally wear the same clothes mm-hmm. in different colors. Mhm. But it's not like we're completely different. Mhm. Yeah, I think maybe. I mean, for at least for us, career-wise and stuff, we we both go. We're both going down different paths. I mean, it's very different. Technically, it's very different. Yeah. But it's still in the same, well, STEM field, I guess. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, I think a big part of why we are interested in different things is because growing up, we did have we were able to build that individuality. We were separate for... We yeah. we have time apart. Yeah. I think most of the twins, like... We started making friends with two other pairs of twins in high school. Yeah. And at that time, the uh, those other pairs always had class together. They had the same group of friends. Yeah. So that's one thing. We don't have really the same group of friends like we know each other's friends though yeah but it's not the same like friend group you hang yeah out with. yeah and that being said we never after kindergarten we were never in the same class anymore never same class but like we took the same subjects yeah but we never had the same teachers at the same no at no, the same time at the same time because in middle school we all had the same teachers but yeah yeah but because, you know, in early elementary school, you only have one teacher per day. And, like, Ooh, back yeah. then. Back then, yeah. Yeah, I guess that contributed to us developing our separate identities, I guess you could say. Yeah. But, so that being said, we're we're entering our second year of college. Second. And... We didn't start yet. I know, I know. Everything is online at this point. Um, that being said, we go to different colleges. Different colleges. Um, we are long-distance twins. I guess you could describe it like that. So, I, Alyssa, me, in case you struggle to tell apart our voices. get lost in our voice. Uh, I go to UC Davis, which is up in North California. Well, me, Allison... I go to California State University of LA, which is like so complex. Near home. Yeah. I yeah. still stay at home. I live at home still. 
Mm-hmm. So this is really the first kind of time that we spend... Long time apart. Apart, yeah, for a long time. I think because on the regular, we'd, like, we wouldn't even see each other that much at school, like in high school. Yeah. Well, we were in the same general location at all times. Like, I could find you in like 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, I would know where you are. I don't know. But yeah, this time we are about 350 miles apart. Is it 350? I think so. 350, 360. Three something. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, I go to school up north near Sacramento. Where, while my well, sister... North California. Yeah. California. We live in California. NorCal. Still in the same state, just the opposite side of the state. Well, you go to... Well, I go you to You live at home. I live at home and I commute to school. Yeah. So it's just, we... I feel like through each other we get to kind of still live through both of those dynamics and experience both of those things. I mean, but I mean, obviously, because UC is a different than Cal State's, but it's still college. Yeah, no, but that being said, I know, I kind of get an idea of what it's like to be a commuter student. I mean, I feel I, like, like, I don't know, I just feel like I have more insight than someone that doesn't have a sibling that lives at home. I mean, I guess. Yeah. And then, I I feel like... I mean, we, it's basically a long-distance relationship, just with a sibling. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because, like, obviously, twins are more closer, I guess, than regular siblings. Because regular siblings probably wouldn't even talk to each other as much as we do mm-hmm. when you're away. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that people are like, why are you, how, like, how do you guys not run out of things to talk about? That's why we spend enough yeah. time apart that we have our own stories to tell to mm-hmm. each other. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's just kind of... At first, it was weird not being physically accessible, I guess you could say. Yeah. But, I mean, we still pretty much integrated each other into a lot of parts of our lives. Like, I know on my way to the D.C. to eat breakfast, I would FaceTime you... Yeah. That would be the time I'm on my way home. <laughs> that's why. How are you on my way home and you're barely eating breakfast? Yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's just like stuff like that, always catching it. Like, it'd be funny because I remember mom would call me to tell me something. Yeah, I already told you. And then I'd be like, yeah, I know. She's like, how did you know that just happened? And I'd be like, yeah, someone told me. Because yeah. like, what else am I supposed to do? Exactly. I don't know. It's just nice to... I mean, obviously, it comes with effort. Like, I don't have to talk to you if I don't want to. No, that's why. Yeah. I mean, it's different because we're not, like... We're not dating or anything. Not yet. It's like... I don't know, just keeping somebody in the loop, even. Just not... It's not... It's not the same as... When you're in a lot of distance relations with a boyfriend and girlfriend, you don't have to talk to them all the time. Mm-hmm. But you still have to keep up communication. But, like, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, obviously it's different than talking in person and being a certain distance away. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for us, at least, it was kind of different because me, 
I was starting a new routine. But I didn't have to really... Well, no, yeah, because you have to get used to a different kind of, like, lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I still stayed home. I did what I yeah. always do, I guess. No, because I think going into that new environment, that new routine, it gave me a chance to, like, not... In- and not That sounds mean. But I was able to build a process without you. Well, yeah, because we have, like, a system that we yeah. have. Like an, we have like an unspoken. But I don't get those siblings that don't have a system by now. You guys are living with each other for yeah. more than ten years. You don't have a system yet. Yeah, like we have, we have an unspoken dynamic. We're pretty much everything. I'd say. Yeah. Like we have our sides of the car. Yeah. How we sit on the right side, if not the front the sides seat. Sides of the couch. Sides of the couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just have this whole dynamic that. We've built over 19 years that, I don't know, it's, first of all, it's hard to stray away from that, but at the same time, that being said, we, you know. I mean, because it's like, well, no, because it's for for you, because you didn't really have to, like, wait on anybody, because, like, when I was home, mom would still, like, you know, go into like the living room and do things while I was doing something. Mhm. It's like it's different than when we had like a system when I would want to do something, I would just do it. Yeah. That being said, because of Corona and everything, I moved back home. I'm home now for who knows how long. Um, but yeah, we. I guess we. Uh... Well, cause it never really changed the system though. You came home enough that... Yeah, yeah, that too. I came home pretty often. I came home probably every three weeks. Two to three weeks. And that's by choice. Definitely not by force. Like, I... I, It was easy to miss home and just miss the environment that I was in. Because, honestly, there was... There is a culture difference between NorCal and SoCal. Yeah, even just, like, different... Parts of, like, the same state. Yeah. Especially, like, like, this... At the fact that I grew up in this big, giant city with always something to do, somewhere to eat, somewhere to go. Places to go. New places to try. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, endless things. And moving to this small college town where everybody pretty much does the same thing. Like, to be a regular at a place. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that I think definitely that contributes to how successful you can be at college, because I mean, it's really up to you in college though. Yeah, no, but I feel like because there was not much to do really, you you were basically focused. Uh, you're basically forced to focus on focus school. on school. Yeah, I mean, I think definitely if I lived, not even the fact that this is home. If I lived in a big city while going to college, it would be a much different experience. Well, that's the thing, too, because you were, like, far from friends. Friends were, went different places, too. True. But I, my roommate was a friend from high school. But let me just to paint the picture. The town that I am going to college in is so small that you can get around with a bike very easily. 
Which I did. I did that quite a lot. I would ride my bike from the dorms to downtown to the farmers. Well, that's like a mile away. Exactly. Only. Everything is super close by that I don't feel the need to have a car. Unlike here at home. It's yeah. an essential, basically. I mean, yeah, there are other modes of transportation, but like mm-hmm. driving's like the best. It's the part. most efficient. But, I mean, it's bad for the environment, obviously. But obviously, you know. yeah. And this, but, but I really cannot picture myself. I could never picture myself biking in Los Angeles. Heck no. Even when we just drive it and we see a biker, you have to try to pass them. Exactly. Because the, the bike lanes here are absolutely non-existent. There's hardly any. Unless That's you go by the beach. Exactly. Unless you go on Santa Monica Boulevard where there's that tiny green strip of a bike lane. But that's like on all the streets there. Yeah. But in Davis, it's the it's bike road, lane. Right? Me and three of my friends could ride right next to each other comfortably in the bike lane. That's the size of like a regular Yeah, lane. it's like the size of a regular car lane basically. Yeah. Maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit. But it's definitely bigger than the, the bike, bike lanes here. Yeah. And it was very comfortable and safe to bike there. Yeah, because you don't have a bunch of cars chasing you. Exactly. Exactly. Because everybody bikes. That's why. Yeah. And But then you have to be so conscious of like having a bike. Yeah. Like, oh, I gotta lock it properly or somebody can take it. Oh, definitely. That's the number one crime in Davis. Bike theft. I mean, what else are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's true. It's just... I, w- I remember I would always have to plan my route to class. Also that, you gotta find parking. Yeah. Everybody has a bike too. Exactly. You would park in the weirdest directions and sometimes in... If you accidentally lose your bike. No, but my bike stands out. Like, I'm telling you, you can spot my bike in a crowd of bikes. My bike is white and pink, and it's probably the heaviest bike for a small person. Like, like hefty duty. Like, everybody will always make fun of my bike. Not not make fun of, but... Because it's not the same as everybody else's. Exactly. No, because everybody has such a lightweight bike and mine is giant compared yeah, to Yeah, because then we have to, when we try to bring it home. That's true. But I never intended. I never intended to bring it home so soon. I know. But yeah. Yeah, I remember I would always have to... Some people would squish their bike into the pole just so that they can lock it onto the same pole. Like, there'd genuinely be no space at all, but people would find a way to make space i mean yeah especially if you're late to class what are you gonna do exactly but some people i see they genuinely didn't care they like would, to lock their bike yeah they would leave their bike on like they would put the kickstand down and just leave it in front of the front door i mean technically if you can see it from the door i mean yeah but i mean I guess. Some people would try to do that thing where you put, kind of like you put the lock on the wheel and put it on the thing so people can't take it. The wheel and the frame? No, you know how there's like kind if you put it in an angle, there's a way to put the lock on the wheel so that you can't move the wheel? Yeah. Yeah, some people do that and then just leave it somewhere. 
I mean, I guess. But some people's bikes, I mean, come on, you can pick it up with one hand. Like the skinny, like, yeah. mountain bike one. Yeah. I mean, if it's their bike, that's what they want. I guess. But yeah, I would go around campus sometimes, and sometimes it'd just be the bike frame chained to the pole. Like, the seat and both the wheels would be missing. No, well, yeah, I know. I saw one. I just saw one wheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I just saw, like, like the front, like, the frame part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was, like, no back wheel. Exactly. So people steal wheels. And then they either... That's a single wheel for what? Yeah, no. Sometimes they, they either sell it to the bike barn or whatever. I don't know. People I mean, are I, weird like that. I mean... That's why my bike is pretty expensive. not very bad. You know, if that's the number one crime, what else is going to happen, That's you know? true. That's the thing. At least it's... That's the, the most of your worries there. But, yeah, I think... My bike, everything is secure compared to other people's bikes. Like, I feel like if you're well-versed in... Bikes bikes you can easily take somebody's tire and that well yeah that's the point but hell no my tires are both bolted on and my seat you can, i genuinely don't even know how to move it up and down it's that tight to the bike <laughs> and i have a basket which well, is very convenient my what if somebody takes your basket no but no oh yeah that, that can happen somebody can <laughs> take your basket but I guarantee you, my basket is so secure. Really? You buy yeah. a basket too? Yeah, my basket is bolted onto the front, like the handle part. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember my roommate, her bike. One time for funsies, we took her basket off, and it was so easy. Like, you know, the edge, the middle portion of the basket, you just hook. It's just a hook. Yeah. Yeah. But no, bro, my basket is bolted on. I mean, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, look, because then your bike's going to look funny without a basket. That's true. I have... You would make fun of me, because they say it's a cruiser. But the guy that I bought it from said it's a hybrid. Because, okay, because cruisers don't, don't have... I don't know what that means. So, it's like... Because cruisers don't have gears. Cruisers are the only people like... gears. Exactly. That's why it's a hybrid, but it looks like a cruiser. I mean... Because cruisers... One of my friends has a cruiser, and he... It's like the bike that you ride on the beach, basically. Like a regular bike. Yeah, like, yeah, a standard bike, but with no gears. I didn't realize bikes had gears until Neither yours. did I. <laughs> I. It took me a long, long time to figure out how to use gears. But I, I mean, not, we're just talking about bikes at this point, but I mean, if you yeah. want to live in a town where it's full of bikes... Hit up UC Davis. It's just like NorCal. Nah, not really. Because there's the Bay Area and you definitely... I would not ride bikes. In like San Francisco or well, something. Oh yeah, fine. But yeah, there was my bike talk for the day. Oh my goodness. Yeah, going back to the topic of going to separate colleges. While being in separate colleges, we have... Different majors. Different majors. It's different requirements. Different different classes subject. to take. Yeah. It's yeah. not like we can borrow your textbook yeah. if I need the same class because we're not taking the same classes at all. I think. Mhm. Yeah. That being said, my major 
It's it sounds fancier than it is, honestly. Alisa's major is my major is neurobiology, physiology, and behavior. MPB. MPB, not, not peanut, peanut butter. butter. <laughs> That's what I used to remember. MPB. Well, I mean. You can do a lot of things with that major, right? Like what? Mm-hmm. Most of the people I major, they use it to kind of set themselves up for further stuff, to go to grad school, to go to do research, to med school, med school pre-PT, which is mm-hmm. what I am trying to be, pre-physical therapy, is that was what that means. But yeah, it's just, uh, it's basically three majors combined into one. For like the... Medical part of STEM. Yeah, for STEM. What's your major? Well, my major, Allison, if you couldn't tell her voices yet, is actually graphic communications with a minor in computer science. Wow. I originally. That's crispy. That sounds crispy. 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 I mean, originally I got into college with computer science. But mm-hmm. I changed my major because I didn't like all the math that was going on. Mm-hmm. Even though I knew computer science already involved a lot of math. Mm-hmm. I'm more in like the technical, tech, uh, technology part, of not the math part. I guess. Like, you know. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So we both. Go to different colleges, different interests, different um, living situations. I lived in the dorms my first year. Very basic, different color. Huh? <laughs> a very basic difference between us is our favorite color. Oh, that's true. Yeah, my favorite color is purple. And my favorite color is an understatement. Purple. The color purple. Just her life. <laughs> her defining color mood that's my uh personality trait it's purple. Is purple yeah i mean yeah and at this part of our cover you could see that the one in the purple dress well, is yeah. me the one in the red dress is well it's because to be. my favorite color is technically it's pink but i don't mind red yeah pink is basically I have a lot of pink but not enough to like compare with the purple I guess. You know? I guess. But the thing is, I wear other colors more. Like, you wear pink a lot, but although my favorite color is purple and I have a lot of purple Well, no, not anymore. I realized when I opened my drawer, I have a lot more navy blue now. Yeah, I really like wearing navy blue. Not navy blue, but just blue is a good color to wear. No, most of mine are navy blue, Uh and I need to change that. Because I didn't really wear navy blue. To, like, middle school for, like, the uniform pants. But, Uh like, actual clothes I wouldn't wear. I didn't wear it until, like, recently Uh because I had a lot of shirts for that color. I like wearing green. Like, like, what shade of green? I like, like, the dark olive, olive green? Navy green? Is that a thing? Navy green? Like, dark green. Like, the dark color of the, like, the navy kind of pants? Yes, kind of. My favorite leggings are the green leggings. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. That kind of green. I don't know how to describe that, but it's more like of an olive tone, deep green. Yeah. It's like if navy blue was green. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That's a good way to describe it. 
Yeah, although, yeah, I have purple clothes. It's not apparent in my clothing choices that my favorite color is purple. I mean, if it depends. Because, like, if you look at your overall stuff you own, the, yeah. you'll see the majority is purple. You see the aesthetic. But if you're just going to look at clothes, that's a different mm-hmm. story. Exactly. Well. All right, well... That okay. will be so the end of podcast number one. For the next time. For the next time. We will see you all, not see, hear, speak to. We'll speak to you next, hopefully next week. Next week. We'll see. More, we'll talk about more twin stuff. Yeah, or more recent events. But yeah, this is our first ever podcast, so don't be too harsh. We're just trying this out. <laughs> Alright, much love. Peace out. Bye. Bye.